welcome to the DMP podcast streamlined version. So unfortunately, uh, one of our hosts is away. So you got myself, Derek, and you got me, Callum. I was I, I was gonna I was gonna let you like not name people and have people guess who it was, and obviously they get it. But hey, yeah, no, um, the main man Nathan's unable to make it this week due to personal situation but that's not a problem that's not a problem we will be back so we're going to try and lead it let's Just see yeah. uh, we'll version we'll have less less arguing i think it'll be more harmonious you know what i mean but how's how's your week been anyway Cal? Oh, i've had a nice week I've, I've been busy i've been doing some things but i've also had the opportunity to spend some time uh in northern germany where i got to look after a dog spend some time walking about in the fields and in forests so nature boy returns what about yeah. you i had a so nathan was actually around mine on on friday on saturday played a bit of fifa got a haircut um nathan got schooled by our barber who Jeez. isn't really doesn't really know what he's doing like he he just like knows the buttons but doesn't actually know who he's playing with and nathan got schooled by him so it's quite funny to watch watch him what, you said fifa nathan got schooled by the barber yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, yeah it's it's quite a common running theme just watching Nathan getting scored at different sports. But anyway, he's not here to defend himself. So. I, want, I want to see my friends succeed, you know? Like, yeah. you got to put it behind them. <laughs> it's tough, but let's let's let him defend himself when he comes back. You know, it's it's not fair to pile yeah, on him. You can't put dirt in his name when he's not here. Exactly. He's here, it's a different story. <laughs> well, cool. Yeah, otherwise, chilled weekend. Bit worried about the fact that Germany's numbers are going back up with the COVID COVID sitch, but yeah. uh, we tried to move on. We tried to move on. The news was so like one thing said one thing, the next thing said another. Yeah, the German numbers are almost double to what they were last week, but you're allowed to go on holiday to Mallorca. Yeah, what the nonsense of the government. But anyway, let's divert into our special place where we can pretend that the world is perfect. Exactly, the wonderful leather ball and metal rim. Exactly, exactly. So, obviously, this talk this week, topics weren't too heavy, but one thing I noticed was you had Joel Embiid going out for injury for at least the next two, three weeks, maybe a month. What was so he injured his knee. Luckily, it wasn't like a big injury, but it's still ligament damage. I think it's just bruised ligament damage. So it could be a few weeks, it could be a month or so. Then you have LeBron James, who just on Saturday got a um, high ankle sprain, which can be two or three weeks. It could be a month. And then you also have Nikola Jokic, who, although he's still playing at a decent level and is not injured, his team are, I think, seven or six in the West. So the, the so I've had a thought process in my mind thinking, all right, well, if... Joel Embiid is out for a while. If LeBron James is out for a while, if the Nuggets don't do too well, then the MVP race is com- uh, completely spins around, and maybe we should look at other candidates. So when I was thinking who decent candidates, Dame Lillard, Dame Time Logo Lillard, who's the most disrespected, underappreciated basketball player right now, and James Harden. So. Okay. Yeah, I agree with your disrespected, underappreciated. But does uh, I don't know. I'm arguing with myself if he competes, if he is at that tier, and I think he is. But 
I don't know. Even I'm questioning myself. So, Dame Lillard, if you look at the Trailblazers, they have, of course, probably he does, um, he does fall into being a part of this, but they have the worst, they have the 29th ranked defense in the league. They have had CJ McCollum out, who's pretty much their other superstar for like the first third of the season. We've had Yusuf Nurkic out, who's their third superstar, out for another third of the season. And he's still keeping them in like six, fifth or sixth in the West. And the West is a tough, tough place to be. And his his clutch time shot, his his like um his stats on clutch shots is ridiculous. Like he has the best record in the past like 15 years on clutch shots. Some it's it's almost insane. He's shooting at like 50, 60 percent, and they're not. This is Dame Lillard. This is not okay. We're giving him space, or he's getting into the post and doing some post moves. He's shooting contested threes, off balance, doing it on a ridiculous level, like in game winning situations. He's not just doing points off nothing, and he's just been doing this consistency for God knows how long. In the bubble, he no, was. I got, I got two two initial questions for you then. A, is clutch shots enough to get you an MVP? And secondly, you're talking about them having the 26th or the 29th defense in the league. Are they even a playoff caliber team? And if not, is he enough still? Is he like, um, what's the word, like exaggerated because of the, the rest of the team? So I hear what you say, you're saying, but. The case, so the case for having an MVP on a team which isn't amazing is your boy Russell Westbrook. Yes, sir. So Russell Westbrook, when Kevin Durant left, and everybody expected OKC to just collapse, he pretty much what, averaged a triple double across the whole season, and then uh, dragged his team into the playoffs with little to no help. So there is so there is precedent for an MVP coming from outside of the top four, top five. I know that squanders my Jokic. Yeah, that's, but that's always that's always. But I'd say because of that, yes. And is he good enough to carry a team in the playoffs? He said he. They firstly, if he did, okay, last year was a difficult one. But I wouldn't before, say is he good enough to carry a team? I would say is he good enough to carry the team that he has? But he took them to the playoffs, and I think they were a worse team two years ago. He took them to the Western Conference Finals. Okay. They got blown out by the Warriors, and they weren't really, like, it wasn't a contest. But he took them to the finals, and I, I, I feel it's a bit harsh looking at last year, because last year he pretty much carried that team, not just in the playoff game, who they lost to against the, the eventual champions, but remember there was an eight, they had to get in the bubble, they had those eight games they had to play to get into the playoffs. Correct. We were like three or four games off and he just carried the team on his back consistently. Like he's, and he's he's shown he's clutching when he, when he needs to be clutch. He broke up the Oklahoma City Thunder. He, he sent Paul George to the Lakers and he sent Russell Westbrook to the Rockets. Like he's, his resume is, is up there. Is he enough to win a title? I don't know, but if Giannis can win an MVP, Correct. Yeah, exactly. yeah, okay, okay, then let's lead it on to the sense of, okay, that's your argument for Damian Lillard. Before I ask you, who would you pick? Damian Lillard or James Harden? What is your argument for James Harden? So James Harden is coming into a team partway through the season, averaging a triple-double, and it's not just a normal 
triple double. He's hitting 40 pieces on these triple doubles. And Kyrie is in and out of games. Kevin Durant is not there. And James Harden is the best player on a team that's top of the East right now. So his, his quality is undeniable. Um, but yeah, he's the best player in, on, the, on the best team in the East. I think maybe they've got one of the best records in the NBA, full stop. So that's my argument for him. Do you know, and if Kevin, if Kevin Durant doesn't come back in the next month, then I guess we have to think about him. Do, do you not feel in any way that his antics at the start of the season could affect his MVP vote? I 100% think his antics will affect his MVP vote. Uh, it wasn't just the fact he sat out. I guess the fact that he went to a strip club before he was <laughs> in the middle of a pandemic. I don't know if that will sit too well with a lot of players, well, with a lot of coaches and media members. So, Well, like, as we spoke about last week or the week before, All-Star Weekend, everyone's flying to Miami. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, okay, they might not have went to strip clubs, but it's like corona is a thing. And people have different escapes. For him, it was that at that moment in time. Yeah, I get it. But this was, that's a sanctioned holiday. There's a difference between... If me, if you decide to go on holiday, when we're all on holiday, and you decide to go to Vegas and go to every single strip club and go to a brothel, whatever you want to do in your own time, mate, do you. But if you decide to do it on Sunday, but when work is on Monday, bro, this is a problem. So I'm not too... I personally think there are enough players ahead of him that probably he won't get it, but... He needs to be in the argument. Like, I guess a question needs to be asked about him. All right, let's come down to the black and white. Who are you picking? Who is your yes? Who is your no? I'll put the, I'd say Dame Lillard is, if I was to cancel LeBron, Embiid, Jokic, and I've just seen you've put Luca chatting to the ref. Luca could probably sneak yep. into this discussion as well if the Mavericks can, can creep up. Agreed. Because the stuff I saw Luca, I don't know if you saw Luca on Saturday, but that guy. I was saying to Nathan, his back, his behind the back passes are better than most people's normal passes. Bro, just the general like, sorry to go off on a tangent here, but oh. some passing highlights over the last couple of weeks have been insane. From no look passes to LeBron messing about doing some weird number to Luca, like I think the general, let's say, passing skill of the NBA has risen, or it's mm -hmm. been more noticeably covered in this, like in the highlights of this year. I guess, yeah, maybe that's a good point. But I guess also there's just a abundance of top quality uh, passes in the league right now. Jokic, um, LeBron, Luca, like these guys are. It doesn't like these guys are actually basketball like geniuses in terms. But it of also doesn't you don't need a top quality passer to have a top quality pass. Everyone can accidentally, whether it's in football, for instance, nutmeg someone, either in basketball, just thread the needle, you know? Not with, not some of the stuff I'm seeing these guys do. 100%, 100%. No, there was one play he did on Saturday where he uh, he drove into the lane and Maxi Kleber was on the, on the corner or was at the edge of the um, three-point line. And the pass was so, like, 
I was so confused about it. I had to rewind it. I was like, how did the ball get into this guy's hands? Because I'm facing the play and there's no way for him to really be able to do this pass anyway. And he does it behind the back. No, it was it was ridiculous. Like the, he's... Best, the best pass at all time for me that sticks in my head was Derek Rose, 2012-2013. He mm. goes up to get like a layup. The ball's above his head. And then he takes some sort of body contact, brings the ball down, and then like puts it round the side of the guy. Oh, it's like a highlight in itself. Like so in athleticism, it's pure. All praise, all praise goes to the 2011 Derek Rose. Yes, which should have been one of the greatest ever, unfortunately. Yeah, but they go back to the injuries. Yeah. Um. So if right now, I'd say Dane. If if I look at so if we break it into tiers and say. Joel Embiid, LeBron, and Jokic are the, the, the top. You've not, you've not put LeBron in his own tier. No, he did, no, LeBron's not in his own tier because okay, okay, okay. Not that much. Like LeBron will win the MVP because he's told people like you disrespected me last year. So if you don't, like I'm going to be after you. So that's 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 why I think um, LeBron will always be there. But he's not played. He's not played lights out basketball. Um, and then, yeah, the next tier, I'd say Dame Lillard, Luca, Harden, Giannis. But it's an interesting MVP race. I don't know if anyone, that, like, I wouldn't put money on anybody. And okay. on the topic of Luca, you said Luca was chatting up the ref. So, yeah. what, you did? Nah, what was he sweet talking the referee? Or? Well, no one knows, this is the thing. So, it's a video clip of uh, the back of Luca's head and the female referee, and the female referee's very stern, very serious face. And then you see Lucas saying something that's moving his head a little bit, and then she still very seriously says, foul, it was a foul. You can read it in her lips, you can read it, and she, she's very serious saying it to him. And then Lucas says something, and her whole demeanor changes, and she's like, oh, what's okay then and people are like yo what has he said and now this ref's blown up on like social media like oh um, we need to know this backstory behind this and because like i'll show you how to foul and there's been a whole like page of memes created out of it but yeah no so was, uh, he got he fouled someone he was confronted about it and then history was made effectively it was flirting on court. Hmm. I don't know. If it's. I. I don't know if anyone knows. I work in. I don't know. Say what I work in actually. But in my line of work, I. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the fact that okay, because it's a woman ref, people are reacting differently. Because if it was a guy and he said oh, something, I get. I get your point. It would have. It wouldn't have gone down in the same way. But as long as she's not being like judged in any way. All blessed. Also, no, if, if anything, all I have seen is her being praised. Okay. On social media. Oh, cool. And to be honest, it's, it is funny watching, like, because you can see the guys, the basketball players, having to like they shift up how they approach the referee a little bit because it's a it's a woman. Yeah, so. you can't you can't like tap on the bum and be like, yo. Yeah, exactly. You can't do that to a woman. Exactly. So, yeah, it's um. It's it's an, it's interesting, but it's good to see more women refs at full stop. Like from playing in Scotland, like a lot of the refs, not fifty percent, but I go as far to say like it's a 40 percent of the referees or trained referees in British basketball are female. 
Okay, that's good. Uh, I was I I don't know if that translates into America, especially at a high level or whatever. But uh, no, definitely in British basketball, it's the numbers are high. Cool, cool. And um, on the topic of uh, women in sports, so I put there. I'm not sure if you saw too much about it, but yeah. it they had their obviously they have their tournament, and so some a, a girl who was playing at the tournament for the, the women's version of the tournament put a picture up of the women's gym, and it was literally like ten dumbbells. Not even like heavy dumbbells. Ten. Uh, you mean weight room? Yeah, their gym or their version of gym was, it was literally ten dumbbells. Like you know the the stand that dumbbells are on. That yep. was it. And then the men's gym was like squat racks, rowing machine, bench press, like different all the different weights from like five to one hundred kgs. Like and it was this big massive space. So she she posts like this is the girls, uh, the women's gym room and the men's gym room. And then the NCAA was like, oh, it's because uh, it wasn't because it's we're being sexist, but it's because of space. And then she sent a longer video of like the space that was there, and it was like the same space that was in the men's and, and women's gym, women's room. It's just like they just didn't bother to give the women any access to any training, training. And it, I don't know, it's the NCAA is just a piece of shit. But it makes me have two questions initially specific to that situation. Mm -hmm. The first one being the simple question of. Why couldn't they use the same gym? Because regardless of the amount of weights or the physical weight of the weights, there's something for everybody in all gyms, pretty much. Because so I, I, which is also partially my second question, would be, was the men's basketball team using the same gym as, for instance, the men's football team or the men's lacrosse team? Because if that is the situation, then there's really no argument to why the women couldn't use that gym. So I don't know the exact reasons why that's that's a good point, but I do and this this is a general point, right? Sometimes women just don't want to work out around men. Like it's not like okay, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, men have the mornings, women have from two PM onwards, and then flip it for the rest of the week. Carl, you make good points, but this is the NCAA. They're an absolute yeah. fucking joke. It should be, it should be the, the N Calamandra day. <laughs> but like you're expecting competence from an incompetent like thieving company yeah. so it's but, it's just another sort of it's just another proof of how horrible that organization is so yeah what what does it stand for the national Tra oh, national athletics association maybe athlete maybe Maybe Wikipedia is your friend. National Association of Intercollegiate Athletics. But what national? Wait, national. So, so it's really the NACA. It's the NACA. Yeah, but I think that's too close to the N. The N word. Say that word too quickly. People might get might get offended. Jeez. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm talking about that, it sounds like saying the wrong words enough to get you traded. Well, I don't think this guy will actually be. Um, I don't think he'll actually be in the league this time. Yep. Actually, I, I was going to. I was going to ask that question. Will he touch the hardwood again? I honestly don't think so. Like, unfortunately, and I'd hope. I'd hope that now we've got to the point where racial slurs about the color of people's skin will get you this point. But you can't make anti-Semitic comments in the right. US. You just in you, the world. You know what? You can't do it. You shouldn't do it full stop. But the way business is set up, 
Like, you, you just cannot do it. It's... Like you were talk- okay, for instance, you were talking about your line of work earlier without going into what that is. But if someone in your line of work was to get caught making an anti-Semitic or even a racist comment, I mean, their job. Done. That comment is done. Regardless I mean, of what country you should be in, what law that should be set, where we are in Germany, bang, you're out the door. If you ever answered that, but like it's, you shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. He, you'd be done. You're, you're right. If he was, if it's the fact that he's a bar, if he was a really good basketball player, he could maybe come back from it. Maybe. I, I think the the general point I'm trying to make is that they're in the business end. They're like, oh, do you know what? We're sending you to another branch. We're sending you to another store location. We're sending you to another team. Be that being the trade, where the reality of it should be contract terminated. Do you? Mm, it's true. He gets to make nine and a half million still for the rest of this year, and he's not touching the floor. So he's getting paid almost ten million to not do anything. It's not the worst way to 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 fail. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he. But I, I guess the only good that will come out of it, is he won't play basketball. If he does. And he's just not, he's not good enough to even, for it to even be a discussion. Do you think that, okay, yeah, the NBA might be a discussion, but what about, for example, staying in America, the G League, or even taking it abroad, whether that be Asia, Europe? Do you think that's an option? for Well, for him, but also in other cases? Maybe, maybe. But if I was him, I'd just start saving money. This is not, he needs to start. He needs to start thinking about making some investments elsewhere because his his, his income stream is about to drop massively. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Because the thing is with with, with um, American sports, if you look at what happens in the NFL, people beat up their wives and still Our come. Members, yeah. So, so I'm not sure if that's like a definite like no-go saying a, a comment is a definite no-go. One thing I'd be interested to know, which we could probably look into, is separate from the basketball, separate from the NBA, was Myers Leonard banned from Twitch or the streaming platform he was on when he said it? I have no clue, but that's a good that's a good question. The thing is, though, like, I've, I've, from what it sounds like, those comments fly around freely on on um, on platforms like that. So I, I, I don't you, know. You, like, you know, if you jump into, I remember it from playing Call of Duty or FIFA or 2K all the way from when I was a kid in high school to current day, you jump into a random lobby, work like a worldwide lobby with random people with headphones on, you're going to hear something that you don't want to hear. And it's mm. always the case. And yeah, I don't know what the the regulation of it is. Yeah. I don't know either. I've not heard any I've not heard anything, but to be honest, I'm not checking for Myers Leonard's news. No, exactly. no I, I don't think anyone's I don't think anyone's Googling, oh, what's he doing today? You know what I mean? Like yeah. also sadly on the other side of that, oh, what's happened to PJ Tucker? You know, like <laughs> so PJ Tucker, uh, I don't know if you see him on his I don't know if it's just me, but what's doing with him in his um in his Milwaukee jersey on Saturday, he just looks like uh somebody playing at a YMCA. Like, <laughs> Had a couple of beers and just like strolled onto the onto the court. He's not. He, he is looking a little bit hefty, but he's always been hefty. To be fair to the man, uh, I guess dark green isn't the most slimming as well. But um, he's he. 
But yeah, he's done a decent. He, I, I think he's a good trade for the Bucks. He's um, the issue that the Bucks had last year is that the way they play play basketball, they put four people on the perimeter and then they drop the center back into like the paint, and basically as long and then they basically make it as difficult as possible so that when by the time you get to the paint, Brook Lopez can like clean everything up. But what happens when you get to the playoffs is usually these guys have centers that can drag Brook Lopez out of the paint because they're three-point shooters. And once Brook Lopez is out of the paint, it's guaranteed buckets. So they it just screwed them when they played places like the the Miami Heat, just took advantage of that and just were just raining freeze on them. So I guess PJ Tucker is an upgrade because it allows them to um, an upgrade for the team or an upgrade from Brook Lopez. They still have Brook Lopez, but now they have the option. Right? So they're so, interchangeable in a sense. Exactly. So if a team does decide to go small ball, then he can go to the perimeter and defend, and they shouldn't lose too much out um, off the back of that. So it's a good trade for them, and they didn't really have to pay too much for it. They didn't give up a lot. They pretty much like it was like a second. I don't even think it's it's like a swap. A pick swap, which means that, yep, it, which means that they still get a pick. It's just that depending on where they fall, they'll get the worst of the two picks. Yeah, um, and just to clarify, a pick is for a future draft. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. So like they didn't really do too much for it. So it's a, I reckon it's a good trade for them. It puts them, it makes them better, definitely. Does it turn them into title contenders? I don't know if they beat Brooklyn still. I think the Nets are still the guy, the team to beat. Yeah. Anyone now currently with LeBron James injured, do you think anyone can beat Brooklyn? If they do, they're like tearing up the league and they don't have Kevin Durant. So <laughs> let's see what happens when Kevin Durant comes because right now they're, I think their record, they lost on the weekend, but their record is pretty decent. Like, I think they're still, it was, I think they won like. 13 of the past 15 or something insane like that so uh, right now no <laughs> uh, you never know if james harden can has been has gone cold in playoff games but then kd and kyrie are clutch players so now we're talking about interchange big men and we've went on to the brooklyn net so i think someone that we can talk about now is a new brooklyn net who's made his return mr blake griffin also <laughs> has been traded Mr. Big Blake Griffin. Yes, sir. On them. You heard you guys talking slander on his name. You hey. Heard the, you heard about hey. Eric Rose 2011. You see like 2012, 2013 Blake Griffin Clippers highlights. Oh, my God. R.I.P. Brandon Knight. Oh. Like, <laughs> oh. Yeah. He did his he's, – he's, he's, well, he came back and I think he scored four points. So it wasn't, it wasn't the most dramatic comeback. But he got his first dunk in a while. And let's three years in a while. <laughs> it's been a minute. It's been a minute. I was worried that he may not have it left in him, but he's still got he's still got a few hops left. So let's see. He just needs to make sure he keeps it to maybe two two a game maximum. Don't want to put the knees through too much stress. You know what I mean? I think that's the problem. I think that two thousand oh god, or maybe a year or two, but from two thousand and ten to two thousand and fourteen, he put the knees through too much stress. And is, that's no paying its price. That's my one worry with Zion. I think Zion yeah. is going to be an absolute monster. He is killing it. He is absolutely killing it on a regular basis. Like, guaranteed, 
minimum 25 points, maybe 30 plus points. Is but, he in any sort of MVP race for you? No, 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 no. Okay. Maybe you, you never know next year, but his issue is that he's so bad on defense that it's difficult. And the Pelicans are. And James Harden isn't? James Harden's an average defender, and James Harden's playing in a winning team. Yeah. Okay. Playing in a, yeah. a team which can beat any team on their day, but then can also lose to the Kings if they really wanted to. Um, but Zion's like, I think Zion, my one worry with him is he looks like his knees could give out and he could have a long-term injury. A touch wood that he doesn't. I really, really hope he doesn't. But I see it too. Is I, I have known people who have been very big-bodied people, like a friend of mine's father who's now in his 60s, still running up and down the court. He must be, he must be touching seven foot. Tall boy, big boy, always has been a, been a big boy. And for that reason, in a sense, his knees have overdeveloped. So therefore, he's never in his life been that big, constantly playing basketball along with, I believe he was a police officer during his, um, during his career, constantly never had an issue. So I wonder, okay, Blake Griffin's always been kind of lean. He's always been more muscle than fat type guy. Whereas Zion has almost had that extra weight from uh, what seems to be an early age when you watch his high school clips or whatever. So I wonder if that, in a sense, is going to benefit him for his future as he loses some of the fat, but he has the strength in his knee and his muscle and his joints. It's an interesting point. The only thing that I would counter that with is he was injured a lot last year. Right, yeah. So, but he hasn't been injured at all this year, so... Were, maybe, were the knee injuries? So, I don't know, maybe they... I, I'm just wondering if they've changed how he... Cause, there's not been as many aggressive highlights as we've seen, we saw the first year. So maybe he's being a little bit different and like managing himself. But even if he's doing that, he's looking insane. The, and, 20 years old? 21 years old? No, is he? Is he even 20? He was 19 last year. Yeah, okay. so that's <laughs> funny. But yeah, stupid. Forget about it. He's, he's, a, he's a different level. So, 20 years old. He's just going to turn 21 day or in a year. So he's got, he's still fight. He's still like fucking in America. You can't even go to the bar with a man. He's, 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 he's a problem. And imagine in five, six years time, what this guy's going to be doing. If he stays injury through, dude, he's like, no teams don't know what to do. Like they're literally like, but I hope that from a conversation that we had last week of the Steph Curry, LeBron, Who's who's more likely to come? I hope that in five years' time there is your new Zion's, the There's guy who made the NBA like that. Well, he's the same, but then that's the same argument that you had as to why there won't be another LeBron. Hundred percent. There, the Zion to be six seven. See, Zion's the same height as Lamelo. Yeah, he's the same height as Lamelo. But look what he can do. He can literally jump from near the free throw line, and it's. And he's just he's big, so no one is really stronger than him. Is everything that like his whole body just doesn't make sense. Like, he's like the final character you unlock in a video game. Yeah, it's not normal. It's not normal. But on another topic, just to touch on before we end, like Anthony Edwards, oof, guy's looking a bit. He's looking a little bit problematic. Somebody said somebody compared him to Derrick Rose, like a younger Derrick Rose. He's he's a walking highlight reel. I'd say that. Um, yeah, but Derek Rose can't walk anymore, so. Oh, leave my boy Derek. Don't 
I don't like the slander that you're throwing on his name, man. Hey, no, as I say, beg up Derek Rose 10 years ago. Yeah. Big up D Rose. But yeah, no, I'm just about interesting question though. So Lamelo might be out for the rest of the season. I don't know if you saw. He actually um yeah, I think he's damaged his um his farm or something like that. So he could be out for the rest of the season. So if Anthony Edwards steps up, could he maybe put a na his name in there for rookie of the year? Because he's putting up he's putting up the numbers, seems to have become a little bit more efficient. Like when I was talking trash about him, he was having like two point games and like twenty point games and like yeah. four, four, seven point games. Well, so, okay, give me uh, not necessarily in order. Give me your top three rookies currently: uh, Lamelo, a uh, Anthony Edwards, and Tyrese Halliburton. They're the only. There's no other choices. Ah, uh, see, I don't know. I find it very hard to take Lamelo, like out of first place for me. But if he's not playing, then for me it has to be Anthony Edwards. But then if Lamelo doesn't play for 40 games, then it's Anthony Edwards. This is what I'm saying. So it might be, it might, so Anthony Edwards might be able to take it away from him. But are you agreeing that as it stands, if it was to be decided today, it'd be Lamelo? Easy. Not even a question. It's not a question. That's what I'm just saying. It's if he's out for the rest of the season, then, then he's not available. And if someone's not available, then can you really. I guess he's put his. I guess he's put his case for Rookie of the Year together already. But if Anthony Edwards comes out and just goes crazy, then it could be debatable. But we had a similar situation last year. I know two years ago with Luca and Trey Young, because Trey started off terribly, and Luca was like lights out from from the first moment. But then at the back back end of the season, Luca started to like be a bit more average, and Trey Young became a superstar. But then Luca was actually playing; he wasn't injured, so it's maybe a little bit different. Yeah, yeah, no, but yeah. Any anything else happening outside of the NBA on the culture side? No, no new drops, no new sneakers. Not too much is happening, you know. Like your Converse boys, man. Tell them they need to put up, uh, put in some some new uh, some new designs, man. Telling you. Lamelo, oh no, he's big. Is he big baller brand? Nah, I don't think he's big. Nah, he's baller. a big baller brand, right? Is he big baller brand? I didn't I, like. I know Lonzo like left them. I think both of them did because they both went. The shoes were shit, mate. Imagine that, man. It's horrendous. Ah, uh, he's Puma. Jeez, do you know how much his guess how much his shoe deal was worth? Uh, one one hundred twenty-five million. Okay, well, it's above what I've. I, it's a hundred million dollars. Okay, because LeBron James was two hundred and fifty million. Oh no, 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 that's a lie. It was LeBron James has a lifetime Nike deal, where I think in the first five years it was two hundred and fifty million or something like that. And LeBron James's Nike deal is insane. It's lost almost a billion, though. His last his last deal he signed with Nike was like a. It was, I think it's like a 25 year deal or something like that. And then, it was a lifetime, it was a lifetime deal to my It's like a billion if the sales reach what he expects it to reach. Which it will. It's LeBron James. Oh, I don't like LeBron. I played in a pair of LeBrons in high school, never liked them. Oh, you don't like the, 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 the trainers? No. No? What's your favorite, what's your favorite um, NBA sneaker? 
Easy. Kobe fives. Give me those any day. The only Kobe's I won't play in are the tens because they've got an air bubble. I think I had two or three pairs of those and I burst the air bubble in all of them. Um, but yeah, no, give me any Kobe. Cool. I don't have basketballs. I don't have basketballs either. I remember I used to have. Good. Yeah, well, I, oh, I've got the drain ones now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go and start splashing on people. To be fair, I played most like Jake Draymond Green. No buckets. I knew it. I knew yeah. it. No buckets, pure rebounds, assists only. And See, that's like, like not so dirt and Nathan again, but that's how Nathan plays. No buckets. <laughs> I don't. I don't need to say anything else. But like, yeah. not, I, I refuse to talk to, to throw dirt on my man. I <laughs> <laughs> said no buckets, Nathan. You know, bad mind. I might change my name on this phone. I'm on my phone. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. Anyway, guy. Anyway, Callum. I think we'll leave it here, man. But it's been fun. Obviously, recording this on a Monday evening, so good to have a nice little start to the week. And um, yeah, hope you enjoy the rest of the week. Hope anyone listening, best best happens for you. That's how, that's a weird way to sign up. The best happens for you. Best happens for you. Best for you. Um, but yeah, no. Wishing the best to everybody else out there. And uh, yeah, see you next. Be week. happy in this crazy time.